0: Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Taber, former overweight, atheist, corporate girl, turned fit over 40, purpose-chasing God girl, and fitness coach entrepreneur. And in this podcast, I get to share with you all things faith and fitness that lead to greater levels of freedom in every aspect of life. Because what I have learned over my last 20 years in my transformational journey, and now coaching other women through their own transformations over the last decade, is that when we continually cultivate that faith that moves mountains, that greater connection to peace and purpose, and continually work on fitness in both mind- and body, that unlocks greater levels of freedom that Sis, you probably don't even know are possible from where you sit today. And I'm here to tell you not only is it possible, but it is your kingdom inheritance. You were created on purpose for unique and greater purpose, and we get to discover that and live that out. So let's jump in to today's episode. And for those of you that want to learn more about my own personal journey, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode one. But for now, let's jump into today's episode. Ladies, today I'm going to talk about comparison, and you probably immediately go to the quote, Comparison is the Thief of All Joy by Theodore Roosevelt. I want to encourage you to take a second look at this idea of comparison, and at least from my opinion, I've realized that again, in my opinion, there's more to it than that. And granted, I have said that quote on many occasions, but we continually learn, grow, see different perspectives, And in this episode, I want to just be in conversation really with your ideas and your feedback. So I'd love to hear from you. This idea of when compromise can actually be a benefit. So I'm going to talk about both the unhealthy variations of comparison versus a healthy variation or perspective on comparison. So let's talk about the unhealthy first. The most popular quote, comparison is the thief of all joy. I realized in this moment, or at least this is my new discovery or meaning that I'm giving it, is that I truly believe it depends on the heart and it depends on the motive of the comparison. And what I mean by that is comparison truly is the thief of all joy if you are comparing from a position of self-condemnation, which is most common and what we talk about most, I should say, and that's the quote, right? Right. So that would be an example of you're looking on social media, or you're looking at your friend group, and you're thinking, she has this, why don't I have that, they seem to be successful, why am I not achieving that success, or I wish I had that house, or that car, or that ring, or that marriage, or that relationship, whatever the case might be, whatever it is you're comparing to. So a couple of things, one, I do want to encourage you to not compare in that manner, and To keep in mind that wherever you are seeing, especially if it's on social media, you are more than likely only seeing the highlight reels. Unfortunately, most quote-unquote influencers or people, even within our you know, immediate friend groups that you may not consider an influencer, all of us are influencing everybody on any given day. People are always watching, starting with our immediate family and then extending out to friends and extended family. And for those of us that have platforms, of course, then through our platforms and everyone is always, someone I should say, is always watching, right? But what you may only be seeing is the highlight reel, the good parts. That's what most people are most comfortable with sharing. They're not comfortable sharing the vulnerable and the hard moments. So it appears as if they have it all together and that it's all been sunshine and rainbows. The other thing that you may not be recognizing or taking into consideration is the amount of work. So as you know, really ambitious Christian women and we look at um, whatever it is we believe our mission is and maybe you're looking at somebody else and why do they have they seemingly gotten so much further than me and I'm putting all this time effort and energy and God, why is it not happening for me the way it seems to be happening to them? Why does it seem to be so hard for me? And there's a couple of things going on there. One, never compare your journey to somebody else. You are exactly where you're supposed to be as long as you are doing your part as a Christian woman and seeking God each day, being intentional about time for him and with him, learning his character, being in his word getting to know Him on a very personal level. And I talked about a personal relationship with God in the last episode, so I'm not going to talk too much about that. But as long as you are doing that every single day, then you can rely on and trust in that He is making your crooked path straight and He is working all things out for your good. And there, He is using this exact season regardless of what it looks like. Maybe you're in a season of feeling abundant, a season of everything is rolling. Maybe you're in a season where it's a storm. All aspects are intentionally being used to continually cultivate who you need to be, to be and experience and then give the next iteration of who he wants you to do for yourself, for your family, for your immediate community. And for, you know, I now am realizing the terminology I want to change is then your outward calling your outward purpose to more community and extension of that, right? So you might be on your step five and you're comparing to somebody else that's on step 50, right? So there's so many reasons why we want to be very mindful of not comparing from a place of condemnation. And also we know very clearly that the Bible tells us that condemnation is not for those who are in Christ Jesus. So when we do hear the self-defeating voices in our mind, we get to know that that is not God's heart. That is not his whisper. That is not his voice behind us. That is either our own um, stories that we've created for ourselves, the only themes, the own narratives, and or something that the enemy is now using and amplifying. The second version of comparison that is not healthy is when we are allowing the comparison to create complacency. When we allow a comparison to create complacency. And what do I mean by that? Sometimes what I hear from women and or, I'm sure men say it too, but obviously I'm in conversation most with women, um, is that they are comparing themselves To for or I should say, for example, somebody that has had several kids, I hear often, well, I can't expect to have the body I really want because I've had all these kids or I can't exp- she has that because she has this life circumstance, or she has that because she's 10 years younger, or I'm too old to get the body I want, or I'm too old to grow the business I want, or I'm too this to have the impact I want, or I'm too damaged compared to that other person to have the impact. Again, you don't know their circumstance, but you also don't, if you don't want you know that you don't have to want six pack abs as an example you don't have to want a million dollar business as an example you don't want to you don't have to want to have a platform that empowers you to reach thousands or millions of people if you don't want it my point is if it is something that you have taken to God if it is something that aligns with his word if it is something that he has put on your heart as a true desire then do not allow comparison to make you complacent and settle for less than what you are capable of and less of than what you are worthy of. God does give us each unique gifts and talents that we get to bring together and be in community, right? However, he is also no favor of men. So whatever gifting or talents you have them in you it may look different than somebody else's it might be a different calling however if you are truly in a position of wanting something that you believe he has put on your heart my point is don't settle in complacency based on a comparison don't allow yourself to tell continue the storyline of what you cannot do for any reason and get into a mode of possibility for what you can do. Another example of comparison complacency would be um, a woman or whoever comparing their current rate of health to somebody in society. Or like, for example, well, yes, I might be 40 or 50 pounds overweight, but you know most women are more overweight than I am, and I'm, you know, whatever the reasoning is, tall, so I hold it well. Or people always tell me that I don't look like I'm that heavy, or whatever the case may be. Your benchmark, especially as Christian women, we are not called to use society or norms as our benchmarks. We are called to be set apart. We are called to be unique. We are called to make different choices than the norm. We are called to be an example of abundance and health and wellness in all aspects of life. Who we are as a woman, how we are in our physical well-being and physical health, how we are in our ability to manage our emotions, how we show up for our families, how we show up for our communities, how we show up for whatever our outward purpose should be or God has called us to be, right? We are called to be set apart. So be mindful if you catch yourself comparing your benchmark to somebody in like, or to a societal norm. We aren't called for that. We are called to be different. We are called to rise above, not from an elitist standpoint, but from a response to the gift that God has given us in every single day that we wake up with breath in our bodies and the ability to function and move and do whatever it is he's called us to do. It is our response to honor that gifting by caring for first and foremost, our physical bodies, being mindful of our ability to emotionally manage our emotion, which there is a way and a process to do that. It's one of the things that I take through my, my clients through. Now, I want to get to the third, which is actually a healthy version of comparison. And that is this comparison from the standpoint of looking at what is possible. So, again, it comes down to the position of heart and the position of intention in the comparison. And truthfully, what made me think about this was this morning in a workout where I get to work out alongside of amazing people. And there's a couple of women where I, I just know after having watched them for a while that we're about the same fitness level, even in that dynamic, it's crazy. Like they'll have things that they're really strong at and I have things that maybe I'm a little bit stronger at. I don't I don't mean physical strength, but I just mean like they're better at it, better skill set at certain aspects. But generally speaking, I know that if I'm showing up and giving my best, on a particular kind of workout on any given day, then I should be about on pace with them. This type of workout is still fairly new for me, but but I know that I should be within range of them. So this morning, my comparison was looking at the two of them and discerning, okay, where are they at? So that I know, am I sandbagging? It wasn't about competing with them. It was about, am I doing my best? Am I pushing myself? Am I honoring the gifts and talents that I have to move my body and to give my best effort. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters is showing up and giving your best and not, you know, giving in to the, whatever the story is of the day, right? Whatever the stinking thinking might be, or the the story that, you know, what the you're fatigued or that you can't, or or whatever the case may be, to constantly challenge yourself to be the best of yourself in any given moment. And comparison can be healthy when we're looking at people, even on social media, even on, you know, as mentors and coaches, from the standpoint of looking at what is possible, right? Their gift might be in a different area than yours but again the fact that they've been able to cultivate a gifting is an example of what is also possible for you. And then again, there is a process of figuring out what is, what are your giftings? What is your purpose? Are you in alignment with what God's priorities are for you? And aligning with women that have the similar, um, you know, or or have the strength in the area that you want to, to grow and evolve in, and or have a similar path, but are a little bit further ahead of you, right? That's where, you know, investing in coaching is the I've always done, and of course, I am a coach. Um, and my specific gifting and skill set is helping ambitious Christian women. Drop body and soul pounds for good so that you can feel amazing naked because you should, so that you can 10x your confidence and so that you can um, you know, ditch the yo yo dieting and unlock new levels of freedom in your influence, in your impact, and really every aspect of life. That happens to be my gifting. But in the areas in which I know I want to continually grow and evolve, I intentionally connect with women that are stronger in that aspect. Aspect for me, some in friendships, some in mentorships, virtual and otherwise, and some it's putting money on the line. And even if it means stretching, because I know that that is what's going to allow me to expedite that aspect of my process. Make sense? So again, unhealthy is comparison from a heart of condemnation unhealthy, that would be one. Second way, unhealthy comparison is if it's a comparison for complacency. And then a healthy version of comparison is looking at kind of benchmarks in terms of inspiration and aspiration to help you see and believe in what is possible for you, in stretching beyond where you are, in understanding and building. Maybe it's the relationship with God. Maybe it's a stronger marriage. Maybe it's showing up better in your marriage. Maybe it is physical health and well-being. Maybe it is growing that business that has such a massive impact for others that the natural response is for you to be financially abundant, right? Whatever that is. So I hope that's helpful, but I would love to hear your perspective. So once again, Find me on social media, Rebecca Tabert, on all the social media platforms in terms of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, because that is simpler. The uh, Rebecca at tabbertcom is the email. You can also go to the website, RebeccaTabert.com. You're getting the theme. And then we do have a private Facebook community that I would love for you to join. And that is in alignment with this podcast. And the name is Faith Fitness, and Freedom Community Group. Hope to see you soon. And if this episode was helpful, can I ask you to write a review on iTunes and share it with a girlfriend that you think might be helped by it as well? Not only will you potentially be helping that friend that comes to mind or that relative that comes to mind in this moment, but you'll also be helping the algorithms of the social media world that allow it to show up for women that you don't even know that may need to hear it. All right? Talk soon. Love you guys. Bye.